We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 41 of Married Millennials. It is the final week of the Obama presidency. It is finally happening on Friday. We will have a new president. The president-elect now becomes the president of the United States, January 20th, 2017. That's going to be a historical day for all the wrong reasons, but hey, <laughs> we won't dive in any further. Yeah, I was kind of dreading it. I was dreading Obama leaving in general, so now I'm like... <laughs> but what's the irony that we celebrated Martin Luther King Jr. Day on Monday, and then we're going to book in the week on Friday with President Trump taking office? Right. Like, what is the? Can we just paint the irony there? I think it's a good reminder for the work ahead. Yeah, it, that that's is, all it is. Can't even say it even better. Yeah, that is a very true reminder. And there was one city, I think it was a city called Biloxi. I forget what state they're in, but they had put a tweet out and was like, "Oh, the city offices will be closed in observance of Great Americans Day," and the internet just went nuts. I was like, "Did you really just try to call <laughs> Martin Luther King Jr. Day Great Americans Day?" And they had put out some official statement. There was another American that they had adopted to observe on this day. And then decided to call it Great Americans Day, like, like they did with President's like, Day, like it was Washington's Day. But then stop. they were like, "We're gonna, we're gonna try to tag on Lincoln, so we're gonna call it President's Day instead of Washington." I just that's what they like. What come on, with that. You, don't th- do you, that. With you Martin can't Luther. do that right now. No. You know, there's too much sensitivity right now in the country, but and you're I gonna. Put, and that's not even the day. It's not. It's not called Great Americans Day. It's Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Who they who they tag on? I want to know. Every, I, I'm blanking yeah, on the name. Yeah, we had to look that up. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm blanking like, this is on the another name. Person I, ha- who I had for it. Civil rights no, it or? was not a civil rights leader. Oh. D- don't get your hopes up. Oh, okay. Well. It was it was another man, and I'm, I'm I I can't think of the name right now. No, it's kicking me. It's sitting like right there. Like you couldn't have done the day after. Like, it's just, <laughs> like why 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 would you do that? So oh. of course the internet goes nuts. Rightfully so. I love when the internet goes nuts. It has no chill. <laughs> Twitter it, Twitter has no chill. People talk so much about they don't oh like Twitter. I but it. I love Twitter just because there's just no chill. I'm not a fan of the trolls on Twitter. I was going to say, not the trolls. Yeah, well, I'm not a fan. There's trolls on everything, but yeah. in particular Twitter. It's just like, shut up. Yeah. But people who are really just coming for your life on Twitter with all of the facts. Yeah. That is, it's just comedy. Well, like hidden fences. Did you guys see the Golden Globes? Actually, it was Jenna Bush. She misspoke, and she asked Pharrell about his new movie, Hidden Fences. And Pharrell was kind of like, <laughs> get, "Get your get your movies <laughs> he, correct, please." Yeah, he kind of fenced, uh, princed her a little bit, just like I'm not going to say anything, but I'm going to look so that you know you've made a mistake. So, Black Twitter had no chill. I mean, none at all. Well, Black Twitter never has any chill. No. And so when you give know. us ammo to just really go in, <laughs> yeah, I love I it. encourage you to look up the hashtag. Oh, you, you, you've already looked up at it. I mean, it's, been, it's laugh, been going right? on eight days. Right. So it, it's definitely burnt all out. You yeah. got everything, every meme was circulating last week. And we've seen it all. Hilarious. But, you know, it is what it is. We just got all good things come to an end. And we have to celebrate the time that he was in office he gave i thought he gave a really good speech when he did his final address official address mm-hmm. as the president very good 
I like how he addressed all the things that he accomplished. Mm-hmm. The which he's so good for, and I appreciate yeah. it about him. He's like, just in case you forgot. Yeah, just I just want you to know, I just checked <laughs> off all these boxes, yes. so you guys are aware. And then he warned of of the possible dangers ahead, mm-hmm. and I, I really appreciated that he brought race to the forefront of the country. It's something right. that we've never really wanted to talk about, and I know people say it's like, oh, we've become a more racially divided country. Know, in the in the past, in these past four to eight years, mm-hmm. than we've been in in quite some time. I was like, no, we just stopped talking about it, and we thought it just miraculously went away. Right. So I'm glad he's like, okay, well, let me just address the elephant in the room for those of you guys who are like, hmm, is this really still an issue? So I appreciated that, but something else I also appreciated was him speaking to the economic disparity of those who are in rural America and technology is taking over jobs. You know, it's a it's something that someone living in Los Angeles in a major metropolitan city, I don't ever think about. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think about the jobs that are in the middle of the middle of America. You, know, you just you just don't. And when you are reminded of those changes or those disruptions in a lot of people's lives from across the country, you know, kind of it kind of brings it full circle. And there's a good reason, probably, why the Democrats lost the election this year because they ignored a large population of the country. And they said it's very easy to just get caught up in, all right, well, here's California, here's New York, this is what we're going to do, and we're just going to hope that the rest follow suit. But the reality is, is there's a lot of people who are living different lives all across the 50 states of America. And you have to find a way to cater and adjust to those people. So like I said, it was, I thought it was a, a very, very well-done speech. It was a bipartisan approach. He addressed everyone. His tribute to Michelle Obama Say no more. He said Michelle. And then No, he said else. Michelle. No, first he <laughs> said Michelle and then was like, I'm getting emotional. I need to regain my composure. And then he he gave her her government. Yeah, her whole <laughs> Michelle LaVon Robinson. Yeah. I was like, yes. There was another name in there. I think she has no. Robinson Obama. Yes, what she said. No, he said. I think he just said. No, he did not. Say, he did not use Obama. Oh, he really? literally said Michelle Levon Robinson. He made that very uh, clear. Okay. I noted like, that. You I are want you, you to know. Outside, you are your yes. own independent person. Yes, I, lo- I love that. I really do. I love their love. He used her entire government just to let her know, like I love all of you, and I'm gonna let all of America know. He knew. He let everyone know exactly how important. She is to his success and as a result of the res- success of his presidency. And it was perfect. We Literally on last week's show, we talked about the thing that I'm going to miss most is their love on full display. And literally that that same night when we released the episode, you see that tribute. The Internet's just like, oh, my gosh, this is real. And I was like, yes, this is what we've been looking at for eight years. And that's gone. Like it's never been in the White House before. Right. Not that kind of love. Right. At least as long as I've been alive, and for those who've been alive longer, if there was a love similar, I need I, I need the receipts because <laughs> it's just I, I you just don't see it. It's not talked about like that, and and you saw that same type of love, that deep commitment and care between Barack and Joe. Oh, you know his, his surprise surprising Joe Biden with the the Presidential Medal of Freedom of Distinction. He was or with so distinction. humbled. You could tell, like his whole face was just like, oh my. But it's it's so real. It's like not only do Barack and Michelle have relationship goals, it's like Barack and Joe have Barack and Joe have friendship, friendship goals. goals. It's like, man, y'all just have all, <laughs> all the, the goals, goals. <laughs> just all of them, just yeah. chilling between the three of y'all. <laughs> like, damn, it is so real. But I, I mean, I loved it. I loved 
how endearing President Obama was when he was talking about Joe and then how Joe reciprocated that exact same feelings toward President Obama. And there have been a lot of people who've talked about saying that relationship between the vice president and the president has really not been seen in American history. Like those two are genuinely good friends. They're friends you know, yeah. hearing Joe saying there's things I confided in Michelle about and you guys are a part of the Biden family, like it just felt so real. Yeah. Like I look at my best friends and what we talk about and how I feel towards them and how they feel towards me, it's like that's what I saw. Yeah. And you don't expect that in a business relationship and, and arguably one of the most stressful possible right. business relationships ever and they developed a true bond and a brotherhood I, I, I just mean, I loved it and it was on full display best again friends yeah like they're best for their BFFs forever it must be an amazing feeling to be able to change the world literally with your significant other and your best friend like can you even imagine that That's you're so changing the world you're making a difference in a real way it, it, I mean come on and not, it's perfect. And not even only just that, uh, look at the the impact that that'll have. You saw Barack Obama cry on Tuesday when speaking about his wife. You saw Joe Biden get emotional in talking about his friend. Mm-hmm. To see two prominent male figures mm-hmm. on TV with tears in their eyes talking about one is their friend and one being you know, their spouse – that is, if you can't just take a hammer to everything that you see what masculinity is, right. you know, those two images in a week were a great Breaking sign for a lot of people of saying, you know, we're never going to sit here and question the masculinity of Barack Obama and Joe Biden. You're not. No. It's never been talked about. It's never been questioned. And here they were, had no issue at all, being vulnerable, being able to express their true emotion and how they felt. And it's like that is the representation that all men across the board have to see. I mean, you guys yes, know I'm a crier. Yes. I've I've just been a crier my entire life, and I've never been embarrassed to cry because I always felt comfortable in who I, who I was and in my skin. It's like that's who I am. And it was funny because I just made a comment to Joy. I was like, I feel like the older I'm getting, I'm gonna be that old uncle that just cries at everything. Like I'm the worst. You know these random Facebook posts that people see, then you watch the video, and I'm like, man, I'm really getting them. It's it's been a it's a two minute video about nothing. Those videos set you up though. Yeah, they really do. But I've never been that way. Like literally in the last like three years, like every little thing, I'm just like, gosh, dog, I'm yes. gonna be a mess. But it just goes to show is that we men have these emotions. Now, some have done a phenomenal job in masking those emotions, and some aren't just in touch with them, so they don't have them. But they're in there. They're inside of all of us. And to me, it was just very exciting to see and rewarding to see two prominent men being able to cry and show raw, true emotion on national television and didn't feel any type of way about it. And then speaking of showing love to those that are really close to you, shout out and happy early birthday to not only my brother, but my best friend. The two of them share the same birthday. What are the chances of that? Like my ace and my brother, two of my closest male counterparts, Mm -hmm. share the same birthday. So they will be celebrating their birthdays this Thursday. So major shout out to you. Hopefully you guys have a very dope day. And if I don't see either of you guys on that day or at least the day after or before, like we're going to have a lot of problems. <laughs> Just letting y'all know. Now, I, I have a not, birthday threat? I have not received any information on what ha- is happening on your birthday. And, again, I'm not a big birthday guy either. So if you just want to be alone and don't want to see anybody, cool. But I would like to, to see you and celebrate your birth. 
I would love to celebrate with you guys as well. But before then, I'm going to need some downtime. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle was so real with you this week. Oh, my gosh. I just can't. So we've discussed plenty of times before that I need to recharge. I can't just keep going. I just, my stores get depleted and I have nothing left to give. And it doesn't mean that I don't want to see people or I don't care to be around people. I do enjoy being around people, but they suck my energy away. So when I don't have any energy left to give, you just become, I'm a different person. I mean, I can't actually function. So if we went to, for um, my cousin, my little cousin's birthday party. Her 10th birthday. 10th birthday, yes. And it was an unexpected gathering, but I was going to use that day to recharge. But we went anyway, and it was fine. Like, it was a really nice time, but I hit this wall, like, <laughs> midway through. And I was like, I have to leave now. And I looked at Justin like, I have to go. <laughs> but I, I've, never, I've never seen someone just get <laughs> so drained socially. Like, the look on her eyes, she just tapped me and said, like, okay, I'm ready. And I was like, are you ready to get? It was just one of those. Like, I looked at the waitress. I was like, can I please have my check? Like, we have to get out of here. She was completely through. And we come back home. When we get in the car and she just screams. It was like, I have nothing. I am on my absolute last whim. I did not want to be here. I need time to sit and charge and, and be without people. And I was like, hey, relax. Like, it shouldn't be that serious. I don't want it to be that serious. I hate that it is a requirement of mine. I really do. I really, really do. It's not fair. Are you charged? up right now no (laughs) (laughs) how much longer do you need i don't know because the thing is i'm never getting a full charge so i told justin it's like well what's the full charge what's this 100 100 i know but what takes to get you to i i don't know because i keep i've been doing the quick charge for so long it's like plugging your battery your cell phone battery when it's at you know 10 percent, you're like all right let me plug this in for 30 minutes and you get like you know 50 percent and you think that's good but then you use it all. You're like texting, you're calling, you're doing too much, you're Snapchatting. And then by the time you get to, you know, three hours later, you're like, oh, crap, I'm in Iber again. And you're wondering why. Like, you need to charge it overnight. But my overnight is probably like four days. That is ridiculous. But, and th- but like I said, it all depends on use, too. So if it's like if I recharge, but then we do this big social thing or we have back-to-back-to-back social things, then I can't fully... I can't hold on to my last recharge. It's very annoying. I don't like it. You need to start meditating. <laughs> Thank you, baby. I think you need to start meditating, too. Uh, this isn't about me. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is not about me. You start med- it's, it's not just – I think meditation does help for a lot of things, but it just genuinely is like I need to withdraw, which I guess maybe meditation would ha- help yeah, with just that. Just a full – just and just get in yeah. your zen mode and just take it. I think it would help you. I know it would help me. My problem right. is my brain just my brain has to constantly be engaged. Like I've told like, hey, you know what? Let me just take some time here and relax. And literally three minutes will go by and it's like, okay, well I need to pick something up. My brain just needs to be stimulated. Whether I'm reading or working or talking on the phone or texting or reading an article or watching T V, like I don't know how to just sit. <laughs> like right. but I'm not depleted from that. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, this weekend too, I got a chance to to watch some TV and watch right. a movie. I'm like, okay, well, this is this was nice. I, but I needed my brain engaged, and I didn't want to be on my phone. I was right. like, okay, I need to do something, <laughs> something, but I need my brain going. And reading's good for that, too. I, I don't have that problem as much. I mean, I think maybe I have that problem if I'm bored. But m- my main issue is that my brain does not stop. So while I'm with other people or having a conversation or 
whatever. I still have all this background going on. I have background apps running at all times. So sometimes I just need to be by myself so I could just think about whatever it is that my brain is thinking about and give it its time. Otherwise, I'm, I'm, I'm overdoing it. I'm overriding everything all the time. It's it's exactly. You just need your own schedule. I just feel like you need I to just. I need my <laughs> own. You need schedule. your own schedule. I've been saying this. You like, have. I know that I could be a better person if I could just be in charge of. Well, my own we time. got work to do. <laughs> y'all need to tell your friends I about try. this podcast, y'all. You need to tell our friends, your friends about this what? YouTube channel no. with our blog that we got just yes. launched two weeks in. Yes. We need y'all assistance. You yes. see what I'm dealing with? Just share. You see what I'm dealing with? That means we we got to be successful, y'all. No. But I really we need you to spread you. the word. Lovejays.com. Spread it, spread it, spread yeah. it. <laughs> thank you for being so understanding, though. I really appreciate you because you could just be like, why are you so weird? But it's just, and I have plenty of other introverted friends. I am thinking that, though. <laughs> You're <laughs> thinking, <laughs> right. And we have similar woes. But the difference is that they will stay withdrawn and won't let anything penetrate that. And I tend to be like, well, but I kind of actually really want to see these people or whatever. And so I end up thinking I can handle it and I can't. I cannot. I cannot handle it. But you have a big guilt thing, too. That's I do. I have a guilt thing. I have a huge guilt thing. And if it comes from your mother, it's I just was like, like her name is deal. mom. <laughs> yeah. But it's like every time like you just have this guilt saying, well, I have to do this or I need to do this. Yeah. Mine is kind of there, but sometimes I'm just like, if I'm not in the mood, like I'm just not well, in the mood. Well, because you want to be, be there for people. Like you want to be there for people and, and yeah, you want to be supportive, but also you cannot pour from an empty cup. I, I can't pour into you what I do not have. This is where I will say having to work on weekends sometimes is a great built-in excuse. <laughs> can't go, guys. I got to work. Yeah. <laughs> you just, and I do have to work, but it's nice to be able to be like, all right, well, like, nope. there's there's no expectation of me having to be there and do all this. Like, I'm just I'm not available. Right. Yeah. I just – I don't know. You I just wish that there was something <laughs> – that's the thing is like I have a hard time because I don't think people understand that just because you're on your own or maybe you're recharging, that doesn't mean that like you're available. That doesn't mean that you're doing nothing or that you're just lollygagging. It means you're using your time to get yourself back together. I don't know. I And I, like I said, it's hard to explain because it sounds like, oh, okay, you just, like, don't want to see people, but, yeah, like, kind of. <laughs> I yeah, it's I like, can't. I do want to see you, but in this I current capacity do, and right. infringing I'm on my no time. I'm good. Like, I just literally no good. I think there's a night and day difference between my personality. Don't you feel like there's, like, an off switch I just shut off? Yeah. Bipolar? Is that where we're going? No. Are we going there? Don't do that because okay. people really have mental illness, and that's so rude. <laughs> no, I, I was just throwing it out there. I'm, I'm sorry if that was rude. No, I'm not bipolar. You God. just... Jekyll and Hyde? What, is, what else is that? No, I just was in my batteries low. I'm just off. <laughs> okay. Just so, shut down. So you're just in the off position. <laughs> yeah. Let me know when you turn back on. Yeah. I'll continue I'm, to leave I'm, you alone. I'm feeling better now. I'm on like, I have like 20% battery. It's still red, but. Babe, how are you feeling better? I mean, that's nowhere. <laughs> if you were at zero and you said you're at 20%, I thought you were like, yeah, I'm at 50, 60, like 20%. No. That's You're why not I even close. To explain to you, you need like four hours recharge time. I need like four days, and I'm not going to get it. That, uh, yeah, a, I don't just, have any time coming up. But see, when like, you know you're not going to get what you need, I feel like you have to find smarter ways to, to get those supercharges. Like, you know, when, when your body takes those quick 30, 45 minute naps, and you're like, wow. 
It felt like you just napped for two to three hours. I think you got to find that way to oh, train Oh, no, my body brain. will get sick. I actually get sick. You know how those times where I'm like, oh, wow, I just don't feel good. <laughs> and I sleep four days. Yep. That's what that's what that is. It's like, okay, well, you're not taking care of us. So it's a need. It is not something that I'm like, oh, I kind of like this. I, this is my preference. It is a need. Slowly but surely. We're going to get there. Yeah. So, guys, I, I'm now putting the responsibility on you. You need to share these friends. <laughs> Y'all you need to share this podcast with your friends. Y'all got to help me out, please. I beg of you kindly. All right. Enough about my introverted ways. I want to talk about Kiki Palmer's video this week. She released a video discussing makeup. And if you haven't seen Kiki's video, she always likes to say, the gag is, or that's the gag. And she was discussing how a friend of hers said to her, like, I love that you're such a diva and like, you know, you're about it. But when you don't wear makeup, you don't look as polished and was kind of just saying, like, hey, you should probably wear makeup most of the time. So you match your diva persona. And she was like, mm, if, unless I'm on a red carpet and, you know, it's expected in that way, then I don't need to look polished. Like my regular skin is OK. And she said, uh, if I look if I'm not wearing makeup and I just look like myself, that means there's no red carpet. Like that's the gag. So I just wanted to talk a little bit about that because I, I, I don't think we talk about the standard of beauty enough. And I know that beauty is viewed differently between the genders. Like what men find beautiful isn't the same thing that women find beautiful. And um, makeup is just such a huge part of female culture. And I don't wear a lot of makeup. And I was actually reflecting. And I think a lot of makeup makes me feel uncomfortable because it does. It makes me feel like I'm reflecting that I don't think that what I look like is enough. And this is my own preference. Everybody is different. Like some people, makeup makes them feel more be beautiful, more confident. And, you know, I, I'm okay with that too. I just think that it should be optional. It should not be expected. I've never been a big fan of makeup. I just, I don't, I don't, I won't say I don't like it. I don't like the purpose and the message that it serves in relation to how women view themselves. The amount of transformation that you can do with makeup is mind-blowing. Right. I, there's a time and a place for it. And, like I'm not, and, I'm, and I, I agree that you can go on and look on YouTube and find the way people truly transform. It's like, yo, this is not even you. Like <laughs> right. You, you literally don't even look like what's on your exactly. face Exactly. Right and because makeup has that power, it's just like I don't, I don't like it to be abused in, in that fashion. And so there are some people who are really passionate about makeup and for all intents and purposes, great. You know, I, I'm glad you do, but I've just never been a fan of it because like, I want to see who you are. Right. You know, you're, you're, you don't wake up next to someone when their makeup is on, <laughs> right. or at least I hope not, because I know it's bad for your skin. But it's like, <laughs> it or, is. or like when you get out Good the for you for knowing that. Or like <laughs> when you get out the shower, there are just times when just like, I just want to see who you are. Right. Like, I want to. I want to know the person behind the mask per mm -hmm. se. And if you're constantly wearing a mask, like how do I really know you? Am I falling in love with the mask or am I falling in love with you? Mm -hmm. And yes, the true person, you know, who they are is, is what's inside, but we are still external creatures. We still look at each other right. and have this this physical attraction from looking at, you know, say, someone's face or someone's characteristics. And when it's covered, you're just kind of like, hey, like, I want to know what's what's in there. 
And I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really a fan. I, li- I like the message that she sent. Yeah, it's like I said, I think that it's great for, and she even mentioned like divas like Mariah Carey and Whitney Houston and Dolly Parton. You know, it's part of their their shtick, and they embrace it and they love it, and that's fine. And she was saying, but that's just not me. So that's what I was saying. I think it's great if you enjoy that, if that's what you like, but it should not be required of every other female, nor should people, or women, I should say, nor should people compare women who, you know, you cannot compare somebody who's completely done up to somebody who's barefaced and be like, okay, well, this completely done up person is a 10 and you barefaced are a four. Like, you know what I'm saying? And that's, I feel like what has happened is you cannot take somebody who's completely enhanced. Let's look at somebody's boob and somebody's had a boob job and then somebody clearly has not and say, well, those boobs are the expectation now. <laughs> what? They're fake. <laughs> yeah, like it's crazy to me. And I just think it's just the wrong message to send to everybody, not just young girls, but women everywhere. It's it's, it's just so unfair. It's and, unfair. It's, and it's dangerous. But it was funny because just hearing you talk, I was thinking about what was my mind state when I was watching her video. And I did internally make some comments. was like, man, she ain't <laughs> got no like, makeup yeah. on. I, I had the comment. I was like, man, she looked kind of a little, a little rough. Right. And it wasn't a – it was like a in, an immediate natural, natural reaction. Because I'm expected – that if you're a celebrity, someone who's constantly on the internet, that you're supposed to look a certain way. And like, here you are in your natural state. And I had an immediate reaction yeah. to not seeing her with makeup. And I was just like, damn, I'm really conditioned and don't even know to expect certain people to constantly be done up. Right. But then I don't really like when Joy's done up. So it's right. just interesting to see the parallels that are created between right. different people and where they stand, say, on the social hierarchy. Yeah, I think that's all of us. I think we all have that expectation that's why I'm saying I think we need to break it down because I have that reaction too when I see somebody who you know has like deep dark circles <laughs> under their eyes because and especially a lot of celebrities they do they're exhausted they work crazy schedules and you're used to seeing them completely done up and you expect that to be there you start thinking oh this is how you look this is your natural state and it's not so it's just I don't know, and I think that would help bridge the gap that we have of like, oh, like even Beyonce. Beyonce is a beautiful woman. She'll always be beautiful. She is above average in beauty without makeup, definitely. But she's had the celebrity treatment. So it's like that thing of there being women compared to Beyonce. Like, oh, well, like. You're comparing the 99% to the 1%. Right. It's crazy. It's really crazy. And it's because you see the 1% so much. Your right. brain has been trained to believe, like, well, she right. can look like that. Everyone else can. Yeah, it gives everybody just a misguided idea of what you should expect. And also, I think that it's – you brought this up, too. If you wake up in the morning looking like a completely different person than when you're out about in the world, then I think that's something to reevaluate, too. Like – it's because it is it's shocking it's like oh my god whoa you are there was someone we went to college with and i'll never forget and i think you had this experience with that person too we saw them without makeup and it was like who are you i mean completely different just a different person i don't even know how to express it without giving anything away but it was just it's alarming almost. But what should you be more alarmed about? The person who just looks like how they naturally look or the enhanced version of them? Which one is should be more alarming to us? 
the made up version should be the more It alarming. should be, but it's not. It's more pleasing to us. Well, and that's what but that goes back to that's what you see if you're constantly walking right. out and around and you're presenting yourself in right. this light, someone's going to become attracted to that presentation. Right. And then you come back and it's like, "Okay, well, whoa, 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 that's not who I thought you were." And we all know that that person may be wearing makeup at the time, yeah. but it, it, it's a reaction that is a little shocking. I said, right. "I'm not." But it goes back it goes back to the whole conversation of, of what is sexy, mm-hmm. you know, bringing this together, the, the beauty standards, what women think, what men think about those, and what you know, us as a society think. And to me, the word sexy gets thrown around like so many times. Oh, what is sexy? Well, she's just got a super good-looking face, slim waist, mm-hmm. nice ass, big boobs, just everything looks good. But it's like that's not – yes, there is sexy in that. Yeah. But to me, like what is really sexy, and I could be on an island on this – but I don't think I am, no. is sexy to me is your mind. I think that is the most attractive thing that a woman can have. You can pull everything out of her face, her personality, her upbringing, her body. Her, you, a woman's mind is the sexiest thing possible. Like Michelle Obama, like that is sexy. Mm-hmm. Like her mind, I just, I'm like, yo, you are just so <laughs> smart. Yeah. Like, can I just fall in love with your brain yeah. and educate me and uplift me and school me and teach me. Like, that is sexy. And that mm-hmm. message is not sent. It's like, oh, well, you have to have all this because you can be so done up. You can have the, the perfect face. You can have the perfect body. You can be the perfect height. But if you are empty and hollow and dumb as hell, no man is going to be interested. In there. I, I shouldn't say no man. Most men. They're not interested in you for the Most right good men are not interested in that. It's because at the end of the day, that all fades. Mm-hmm. When when you go to sleep, when you those things change. And it's like I want to be able to sit and have this great conversation, this stimulating conversation, and knowing that I'm with somebody who is looking to move me forward. Yeah. Like if if no one has told you that your mind is the most sexiest thing you have, like you, you're messing with it being, and or you may not realize that, and you're not working towards that. But that's your mind is everything. Yeah. I agree. I, I and how you your actual confidence too. For sure. I, that marries I, uh, yeah, it's together. Right. Well, I don't know. Well, I guess there's not anyone who's out there who's like there's people who have confidence and they're not all there. <laughs> but then it, it does also feel misplaced. It's like, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're but you I, you. I do think that is a a couple trait, you know, confidence. If if you have a confidence and there's something that's really there, but if you're confident and you don't know anything, it's, I can say that I'm a confident you know, businessman, but if I don't have any business experience, your your confidence is, yeah, confidence d- needs doesn't to be backed anything. up. True confidence, yeah, true is confidence is real. Up. Like yeah. this is it. I can go out to the floor and I'll walk out. You know, being an athlete, Kobe Bryant had the ultimate confidence. He felt that he was the best every single time, but he had all the of the proof yeah. behind him that showed that he was the best person on the floor. So that is true confidence. Right. You know, saying that, oh, yeah, I'm confident and you have no substance behind it, that's not confidence. That's a lie. That's deceit. Right. That's just so you can't, you, you, you can't say that that's confidence. No, that's you know, confidence is coupled with that as they go, this is really who I am. Mm-hmm. And I am confident in a lot of areas because I'm comfortable in my own skin. And the things that I'm not very good at, I'm not out here like, ooh, Jay, you're not me. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not, I don't know it. Right. I'm learning to play the piano right now. And I can sit here and say, oh, yeah, uh, I know how to play the piano. I'm, I, don't, I don't know anything. I'm yeah. still trying to learn, okay, well, what is C? Do I press this finger, D, E? You're just not confident in it. And I can continue to practice. And one day I, I hope to become confident when I sit down on the keyboard. But that's really what it is. It has to be coupled with substance. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not built. bad by that. It's definitely built. It's, I don't think confidence is something that just, like, 
appears overnight. No, and, and it can't be yeah. built from the outside looking in. Exactly. Putting makeup on and, and doing all these things, transforming yourselves is not going to give you confidence. No. Confidence is built within. Your mind is within. It does give you a shield, though. Like, if you don't have confidence and you don't want anyone to, like, penetrate and see that, it does help with that. And I, But I, don't, I do think that it's really nice when there is someone who is wholly confident and who does rock their face however they want it, like a Kiki Palmer. Like, she's truly confident. She's like, listen, sometimes I'm made up. I look bomb like that. And sometimes I'm just me. And I know that I am bomb like that, too. Like, I, I don't know. I just really appreciate that. No, it's it's real. It it just goes back to we have to teach people from the inside out. Mm-hmm. Can't coach them from the outside in. It's like okay, you want to be beautiful, you want to be confident. Let's get your face right. Let's get your hair right. Let's get your eyebrows right. It's like no, that's not the case. Yeah. Like you want to be confident and sexy. Well, let's look within. Mm-hmm. What do you love most about yourself? Mm-hmm. What areas do you want to work to improve? And let's put things together to work to improve that. Because if you feel good inside, yeah, it You'll is see going, it, it is going to magnify on the outside. Yeah. It happens every time. Yeah. There's people that you may not physically at Find first sight be attractive, yeah. but they're but they're getting all the men and women. But I'm saying they're radiating. Like, they're that? they're just yes. radiating confidence. Yeah. They're it's just like man, like there's something. Like, I've had friends I wasn't physically attracted to them, but then you get to know them. You're just like man, like this person's attractive, and you right. can't put your finger on what it is. But that just comes from that internal. Con- it is so powerful. So powerful. And I don't care how many tutorials you do and how expensive your makeup is. That's not going to give you that. And I'm not saying makeup is like that for everyone. It yeah. is an expression. Some people just like it. Yeah, yeah it's like an expression, an art form. Yeah. So I, I respect that. And I want to be... I want to be clear on that saying I'm not anti-makeup for everyone because no. it is different. I think it's great for some people, but it just should not be the expectation. That's all That's all I'm saying. You know, it, it should Well, it goes back to expectations. <laughs> that word <laughs> expectations, it will get you in a lot of trouble <laughs> everywhere. Right. expectations will get you in trouble. I'm trying to think about what I find really attractive, and I think it's that same thing in men. It's it's confidence. Like somebody who steps into the room, you know they're there, and they're just radiating self-love and and just they're healthy. You know, I don't know how to explain it because I think that when a man is insecure, the first thing they try to do, I think, is put you down. But when a man is confident – and he recognizes your value, he lifts you up. So I, I see it as, I see confidence less as like something nice to have and more uh, as a requirement. That I do require. Like You got to be loving you. Um, it's mandatory. Yeah. How do you love somebody else if you haven't loved yourself first? Yeah. It's not possible. How can you try to give something something that you don't even understand? Yeah. That you haven't even given to yourself it's it's literally not possible it is going to break down there is some way you can fake it we can fake a lot of things until we make it and then eventually you get to the point where you're when you're tested yeah when reality now catches up you know Mm -hmm. like oh well (laughs) okay exposed fraud that's what happens (laughs) system shutdown system shutdown system shutdown it does not work right you have to be able to look and say this is who i am these are all the things that I love about myself. These are the things that I'm not too happy about myself. Yeah. Here are the areas that I'd like to improve about myself. And you just go forward. You just got to fall in love. And I said, we joke about it all the time. But this little tire that's around my waist, I mention it all the time, is that this is something that I've had for years. Mm-hmm. And I used to be so self-conscious about it. And I still am self-conscious about it. But it's like, hell, it's there. <laughs> it's your tire. It's my little it's my little, <laughs> my little, little area that just doesn't go away. And I have a nice little crease in the middle of my stomach that regardless how many sit-ups, crunches, planks, 
anything that you can do, it has not gone away in, in the last 15 years. Right. It's just there. And it's like, okay, well, I can sit here and deny it's – it's it's living right. and it and it and being like there never take and your pretend shirt like it's not or, there or not yeah. and just be uncomfortable. Like it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, even something even something weirder than that. Like I used to have weird nipples growing up. I have like <laughs> the you know like not the. Um, there's some people that just have the the nipples that are just like laced real nice and tight to the right. chest. Like I don't have those. Mine are like the little, <laughs> just like a little pushed out. I don't know how to explain it. But I used to be self conscious about that. I never noticed your nipples until you said something about them. They I never noticed. Yeah. And even now I don't go. You like, don't even oh, look. Oh, but even even that nipples. before I was like, okay, well why aren't mine pushed to my chest like everyone else? And they give a little. Ooh, I mean it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> like there's nothing I can do to change that. And you just have to get to the point. I was like, okay, well, this is my body. This is what it looks like. And, hey, there's nothing that I can do. My middle toe is longer than my big toe. My feet are horrendous. Is it really? Yes. Like, these are, like, these I are just. I did not know that. You're one of those people. Yes. But it's not the second toe. It's your middle toe? No, my second toe. Oh. That's my middle toe. Or technically, the middle toe is the third one. But the yeah. second, my second toe is, is my longest toe. Why did I, I feel, know? I feel like your big toe is supposed to go be the biggest, and then everything gets progressively smaller. <laughs> Mine does not do that. What? Why have I but, never noticed that? And, before? And, these, and it sounds so ridiculous saying, but these are the true realities. There's people who we have these things that are just like, oh my god. And then at the but end like, of the day, they're no big deal though. It's I mean, who you are. No big deal. Like, yeah. it, 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 it's who you are, and like at the end of the day, this is this is the hand I was dealt, mm. and I'm going to love this hand I'm dealt because I can't turn it in. Yeah. There's nothing I can do now. I may be able to work towards improving it change my diet work out more there's possible things that i can do to make it better but again this is the hand so we can run from it and pretend that it doesn't exist or we can embrace it love it grow confident in it and then walk outside and be like okay man that dude really loves yeah cool it's like yo just chill man everybody just needs to chill just fall in love with yourself please just love you and the rest will follow Well, thank you guys again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. As always, be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And, of course, share it with your friends. And always, let's keep the conversation going online. Connect with us on social media. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. We'll see you next Tuesday.